Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Welcome to American Godcast. A podcast created by gods for gods. Yeah. Oh, God, Pete. I feel like, uh, not to say God immediately, but oh, I feel God. like by our last episode, by the eighth episode of the show, you're just going to be, <coughs> and that's it. Yes. Yeah, sad. That's a, I should have done that bit. You're right. Yeah, you should have done that bit. I don't want to blow up your spot or anything like that, but I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And this is American Godcast, yeah, a podcast is. about Stars' new show. Not so new anymore. Four weeks old. A month. By the time a baby reaches a month old, it's... Able to walk and eat and yeah. go to get a and job. Exactly. In modern uh, America. I think that's true. I've had two kids, Pete. How many kids have you had? <laughs> that's a good oh, point. Slam. Yeah. That's, a good that's point. a total dad slam. <laughs> my uh, daughter works well, in the Trump prob- administration. Well, oh. my daughter works in the Trump administration. Why would you yeah, do that crazy. to your daughter? <laughs> no, she uh, she's a career politician. Uh, listen, oh. uh, you know, she's she's gotta make money somehow. Yep. She's working hard for the money. Better treat her right. I, you bet. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Anyways, we I should do. talk about the show, right? We sure, should talk we about should. the show. So this is uh, recapping the fourth episode of American God. So if you haven't watched it yet on Stars, turn away. But to give you uh, bring you guys up to speed, there's a guy named Shadow Moon. He was an ex-con. Had a wife named Laura Moon who was waiting for him in prison. Uh, and several days before he was going to be released from prison, she died. Turns out by the time he gets home that she died with. His best friends, shall we say, cock yeah. in that's, her mouth. That's, that's the, the word. way they describe it on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, he's super mad about it. He, at the time, has encountered all of these weird gods and beings that he doesn't believe are gods. He thinks they're tricking him somehow and ends up on this cross-cutting tree journey with a guy named Mr. Wednesday, which is only tangentially important to this episode because... This focuses on Laura. At the end of the last episode, there was a cliffhanger where Shadow comes back to his hotel room, sees Laura in the hotel room, and she says, Hi, puppy, which is her nickname for him. We should probably talk. And that's where we left off. Yeah. Now, Pete, you were super happy with this episode, No, this right? is the episode. All right, so I've loved every single episode. I've really thought this was an amazing Sorry, series. Sorry, we should just really couch whatever Pete is about to say in the fact that he's a virulent misogynist. Go ahead. What the fuck? Why would you say that, man? <laughs> well, I just want to give you people... You don't say something like that before someone's about to talk. Uh, no, I'm just trying to give people context That's not about true everything at all, that you're about to say. That's not piece of shit. Listen, here's the thing. I don't know. We didn't talk before the podcast. I have no idea what your views are on the episode or the show or anything like that. I just wanted to color people in the correct way based That's on... Not yeah. correct. Man. Well, a lot of saying, interviews. Take it back. A I've lot known of it, you for a decade plus, so I think I feel pretty comfortable in saying you're a virulent misogynist. A lot that of interviews. A lot of interviews start that way. All right, first <laughs> off, I don't know what you said before misogynist, so I don't know if virulent. Yeah, it means does that like mean the really opposite of 
what I'm about no, to No, it means like really like strong, like uh, okay. viral. It's like yeah, viral. I would say like the worst kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You are a complete <laughs> asshole for saying that. No, I... listen. All right. Let's scratch this. From the record, you guys listening at home to the podcast, you can scratch that from your brain records. Uh, Pete, go ahead. Say whatever you're going to say about okay, this Okay, I didn't like this episode. Because I... it focused what? on the women. No, you asshole. I just want to make sure that's No, what... that's... I don't... I'm just trying to couch it. Listen, I've no, had a really stop bad... Stop hating me in a horrible <laughs> corner, you piece of shit. Well, I don't like this episode. You need to if con- I could get it out. You need to control the narrative, Pete. Is that... I don't like this episode because it focuses on a character who wronged a character that we already are rooting for and uh. like. So I didn't like it because I don't like her. It has nothing to do with her sex. It's the fact that she cheated on uh, Mr. Shadow, and I don't. I, I'm not happy about it. I'm Can angry I just, at her. I, I don't know if this is going to knock away your argument or anything, but the character's name is actually Shadow Moon. You might be thinking of the character Mr. Shadow from the hit film The Fifth Element, who is a planet who calls <laughs> Guardians of yeah. on the phone. That is a great movie. Uh, I'm just saying it's a different character. Okay. Oh, is that the same planet from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume no. 2? No, no it's no. not. Spoilers, though. That, yeah, that movie's geez. still new in theaters. You that's don't Eagle. Spoil stuff. The Living Planet. Yeah, that's oh, Eagle, the well, Living Planet. I just, I uh, so anyways, is that the same planet we live on? Guys, so... <laughs> So this episode sucks no, we because live on Mr. Shadow. I knew it. Can we? That's what it feels can like. I, can I please have my rant so then you guys can talk logic for the rest of the fucking episode? <laughs> don't reveal how our podcast works, or you say crazy things and we talk about. Yeah, you don't want to know how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. You so, should check out our podcast on Sausage Factories, The Sausage yeah. Factory. Uh, check it out at the Sausage Factory. Uh, I'm just going to leave then. If we, I can't <laughs> no, fucking I'm say sorry. anything. I will stop. Go on your misogynistic rant. It's not misogynistic. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking piece of shit. Go ahead. No, Go fuck ahead. you. Fuck you guys, no, man. No, I really Seriously. do. I, I'm, I'm sorry. The, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You do have a point here. I'm being mean. Pete, please. I will not take out my bad day on you anymore. Go ahead. I want to hear what you want to say. So I don't like this episode because... Uh, it focuses on a character that we don't like and shows her in the light of like, hey, isn't she, maybe this could happen to anybody. It's not her fault that she, she's just dead inside. She, it's not that she cheated because she doesn't like Moonshadow. She cheated because she's dead inside and is struggling with a lot of things, which, okay, that's information. But what sucks is on the last episode ends and how this episode ends, we haven't moved forward in time at all. We've just gotten... Uh, same information, just from a different angle. And what sucks is, I don't mind a flashback or a flash forward, whatever you're going to do, but let's move forward. It just sucks that the credits rolled at the end of this episode, and we were where we were on, the, on episode three. And it's just like, well, why do I have to sit through all of this if we're not moving anything forward? But we learned so much about this great character. No, that- we learned about this shitty character who cheats on fucking Moonshadow and... We don't get any... What I wanted to see is, how is he going to handle this information? How would you feel if your wife cheated on you uh-huh. and you found out about it, but we, we don't get to know how you feel sorry, about it? Yeah. I, sorry, can episode. I just Who interrupt Who is she for giving a blowjob when she dies? Is it you? Uh, no. My wife. No, not me. Oh, so I wouldn't do that to you. She's giving a blowjob to your wife? Is that... No, in, when, in, when Laura dies, yeah, she's right. giving... Uh, right. So he Dane was Cook. saying in this Dane scenario Cook. of his wife cheating. Oh, I see. Would I be... Oh, no, I wouldn't do that to either one of you. Got it. I, I'm, I really hate to do this. I, I'm not going to... I know I interrupted you a bunch, and I know I got you very upset. His name isn't uh, Moonshadow. It's actually Mr. Shadow. You fucking just... <laughs> that's not true. 
Yeah. yeah. It's actually Shadow Moon. Shadow, Shadow Moon. Uh, okay. So I That's true. I kind of actually see where you're coming from just in the sense in the sense of Ew. not moving the actual plot forward. Right. But I thought this was a great episode. Okay, and I before really we get into like, that, let me just there was oh, one do we part need to get back to Justin's wife giving people blowjobs. No. no. What the the one peed? part that I thought was very interesting is I assumed Wednesday was the guy saving uh, Shadow Moon's ass, but it turns out it was his ex. So that, to me, was a revelation of, oh, shit, maybe Mr. Wednesday doesn't should, care should about him at all. Should we give a brief rundown of the plot of the yes. episode? Because I feel like we're jumping around a little bit. So you, you might have been able to figure it out or uh, may have watched the episode, but we see the events of the entire series so far from Laura's perspective, mm -hmm. actually starting way back when she works at a casino yeah. as Before a dealer. She is very sad. She tries to kill herself at one point. She feels like her life is worthless. And then she meets Shadow. And for a time... I would venture to say she thinks she's happy, but then well, she realizes she's not. I mean, let's stop there and talk about it. Well, first off, she tries to kill herself by getting underneath the cover of a hot tub and filling the air with bug spray, yeah. which is a terrible way to kill yourself. Uh, is it? Really? I thought it was kind of creative. It's creative, but like bug spray, I, you, I, you don't, I don't think you'd die. You'd have to like really... Take in so much Do of it. Do you know this, or are you just guessing? Plus, you're going to... I mean, I don't have the science to back it well, up. Well, okay. I, I mean, it's a pretty obvious metaphor that they're going for there, but she sees herself as an insect. She sees herself as an inconsequential bug. She has yes. a conversation pretty early on with Shadow after she meets him about what she thinks happens after you die, yeah. and she believes you just rot. You know, this yeah. is certainly a preview of what actually happens to her in terms of coming back to life, but it's also her idea of, no, we're just all worms and dust at the end of the day. There's no gods, there's no afterlife, nothing like that. And it also parallels what we see at the end of the episode when she's dead and she's sitting in this hotel room, and I know, again, we're jumping around a lot, but uh, flies are just gathering. She gets a yeah. fly catcher because she's a dead body. Yeah. So. Yeah. She has gone from being feeling like she is an insect to being the thing that attracts insects, and either way, she she feels empty inside. Well, right, but now she does have a unique life. Her life, her life has become notable because of the circumstances that we learn about in this episode. Right. right. Also, so in that way, she's no longer a bug. But was it driving you guys insane that the coin? Because I thought it was the coin that saved her. So, yeah, let's all, so hold on. So she she's trying to kill herself in the hot tub where right. she'll be found and her body will be all bloated. And hot tubs are fun. Why would you want to make everyone feel bad about ever using a hot yeah, tub again? Yeah, I know, right? And you probably want to resell that hot tub. Nobody's going to yeah. want to buy it exactly. if there's a dead body in there. Uh, like 50% of hot tubs have had a dead body in them. Yeah. 50%? I think that's a step. And here's the crazy thing, is that if you die in a hot tub, you actually expand to fill the size of the hot tub like oh, wow. a turtle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And you go to a special hot tub part of heaven, which is where <laughs> the sex happens. Oh, oh nice. That's the fuck part of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> but you're stuck in a hot tub the entire time, so you have to yeah. watch it. I guess that's hell. That's hot tub hell. I yeah. Think. Got, hot well, tub sorry. hell. So she does, uh, she does save herself from that, uh, goes back to working, and meets Shadow in the scene where we find out he's kind of a bad thief in Conman, which I thought was yeah. an interesting detail. I, that's like I, I get just to, I love this episode. There were so many great details, which I think we learned a lot about nope. the sh the story going forward by learning about the past. Nope. And he is a sh he's great at sleight of hand, but he's like a bad con man because he's too obvious. Like he's dressed up like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, and he's uh, eating the whole time. It's a dead giveaway. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so they meet. Uh, he like hits on her in the parking lot, sort of aggressively. Yeah, it's uh, weird. But then, so their relationship is like the way we see it is just sex, basically. Yep. And yeah. then they keep hanging around each other and eventually get married. The thing that's really interesting about that to me is from a sex. character is sex. I mean, what is that like? How does that work? <laughs> what happens? I've had two kids. I don't know how they got here. Yeah. Um, but just woke up in a cold sweat and your wife was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to me? Yeah. Uh, I was about to make a really off-color joke about something driving in a car based on this episode, but Great. we'll keep going. So the thing that I think was interesting is seeing Sha- excited and happy uh, with yeah. Laura because all we've seen and all we've been talking about on this podcast is how stoic and broken he is. So to see what he was like before he got into prison and particularly before she died is fascinating. And it really gives you a perspective on how broken he is and why. We, Pete, you've been asking this all along. Why does he just go? Why is he just going with Mister Wednesday? Right. Why isn't he believing any of this God stuff? It's because he feels dead inside. He's actually at the place that Laura is at at the beginning of this episode. I don't know. I don't know if that. I mean, he feels a little bit more alive than Laura does. Uh, just well, she's dead. Well, yeah, but I mean, I felt like he had more kind of life in him. Anyways, I I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, I just felt like, as far as meat meat cutes go, it, it was pretty lackluster. Uh, but it explains a lot about them. I just was very upset by the fact of like she kept being like, "Okay, um, so yeah, I'll stay strong while you're in prison." Also, like it was her idea to go to jail, and I thought it was <laughs> kind of amazing that he wasn't like, "Yeah, you should go to da- jail. I shouldn't go to jail. You should go to jail." Well, he uh, was the one that got busted. Right. From her plan. So the perfect the, plan. So their plan was she works at this casino uh, because for she knows years. for a long time. She knows all the ins and outs. Shadow's going to go in, con, mm-hmm. get the money, get a bunch of money, and then they were going to have a bunch of money in their lives. And it was sort of her, it was another form of suicide for her, sort of. She was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. And Shadow goes down. Yeah. And they're in, uh, he's in jail in lockup, and she's like, I'll take a year and a half. You take a year and a half. We'll be out. Uh, and he's like, no, I'll do the time. And yeah. she doesn't and wait for him. She, I mean, yeah, she's crime, like, don't so worry, I'll wait for you. That's, I mean, every time that phone rang, it was heartbreaking because I was like, she going to pick up? When does she start to like, you know? And then it was just dumb. The Dane Cook of all the all the assholes to play an asshole uh, shows up and is Dane, like, so hey. Dane, Dane Cook was playing himself. <laughs> the name yes, of the was. character is Dane Cook. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. So he plays Shadow Moon's best friend. Which Ronnie? quotes around that. Ronnie or Robbie? I, I'm His name is Dane Cook. Oh, Dane Cook. Uh, Dane Cook plays Dane Cook, who is Shadow Moon's best friend. He ends up sleeping with He got with off Laura. to orgasm, and he moved out uh, and became friends with Shadow Moon and Laura. Right. So he really he... got into fighting and working yeah, at the gym. Of course. He's not, not no good at comedy. What did you anymore. think about him in this I episode? I thought he was great. Yeah? Really? I mean, he did, the job was to be, like, sort of a douche. Yeah. Uh, and he did a good job. There's a scene, the the scene we've been talking about where uh, they do die, um, and they're driving to, uh, and they're talking about their relationship of Laura cheating on Shadow with him. He wants to keep it going. Right. And she's like, let's end it now with a quick uh, bit of roadhead. Right. And I'm she's like, it. sing to me um, the song The Weight by the band. And you yeah. get to hear Dane sing. 
No, that's awful. You've been a huge Dane Cook fan for years, Pete. Like, I, was it cool to see one of your heroes sing like that? No, first of all, fuck you. I mean, you and love Dane, him. I mean, and uh, Dane Cook's early stuff is pretty hilarious. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're uh, a huge fan. But the, yeah, first. it was just upsetting because she kept being like, oh, no, I, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, oh, thank God, don't do this anymore. But then she's like, all right, fine, we can do this. And then she's like, we're breaking off, but I'll give you a head in the car. Uh, so it's one of those things where, you know, I was happy with how it turned out as far as, like, you deserve that. You, that's what you deserve. She, they deserve also, to die? Yeah. For having an affair? Really? Having an affair, yeah. Really? Wow, you're such a, a staunch... <laughs> Uh, I don't think anybody deserves to die for if you If you anything. decide to get married and then be like, hey, listen, it's you and me against the world, and then you break that bond, yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Wow, that's fucked up, man. Uh, I mean, he was in jail for for like six years, right? Right. right? How many years before he got out? Like, that was a long time. She just couldn't wait for him. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. I don't even think it's that. It's just she, again... She was she, bored, and she's... I don't. It's more than bored, though. She feels dead inside. She nothing has any consequence because she doesn't believe in an afterlife. She doesn't think anything is going to happen afterwards. So she feels like she is already dead. She was she even a dick gone. to the guy who like does the whole pull your heart out. Um, num she by. So hold on a second. But I mean, the, her cat dies, and so like right when your cat the day your cat dies, you it's a free hall pass. Right, your you cat is supposed to take you your soul That's to not the true. underworld. You can have sex with whoever you want on the day a pet dies. No, that's not true. No, that's true. That's the rule my, that my it's wife called a hall pass. That's oh. why Justin has thirty six cats. But they the odds. <laughs> These fuckers just keep staying alive. They're getting so old. <laughs> I should have went with goldfish. Oh, yeah, that's they're first off, they oh, live way less, up. and they're easy to kill. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, me and my up. wife have tsetse flies. It's, uh, yeah, nice. it's pretty nice. Uh, cool, all right. So, anyways, yeah. So. That's a little bio humor for you guys out uh, there. Dude. <laughs> Zoological <laughs> shit. Yeah, so I, I just felt like uh, I wanted to know about the gold coin, and they kept... And then when she was having the stomach issues, I was like, okay, great, the gold coins. All right, well, hold up a sec. So she does die in the car, and she sees herself dying, and then we we should probably actually take a step back at this point, but I'll mention what happens is the God of the underworld, uh, Anubis. Was that Anubis? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anubis shows up and ushers it into the underworld. And I think there's two things that are fun about this. One, it turns out all cat owners, I guess, sent get sent to Egyptian underworld. So that's kind of interesting. Awesome. Second thing, this episode had no story at the beginning of it, which we didn't really talk about it. First. Yeah. Which was upsetting because it was just one, Bullshit piece. You know, I didn't get but, the normal stuff. But I like that there was a fake out where we were coming yep. in on all No, don't ex- set up a cool trend and then completely ignore it. Why not? I mean, by this point, we are expecting the rhythm of the show starting with a story of another That's time what showing what I got. So break it. Don't stay with the tradition. There's no oh, reason. Yeah, to why do that. get rid of something that's cool and awesome? Like why well, stick come back with it? To it? They're going to do it again. You don't but know. Now that. we've had three episodes of that. Yeah, break the structure for a fourth episode. I think that's awesome. And this was a special episode. It was an awful. This was episode. a very special episode. No, it wasn't. So, anyways, uh, so we get to the. I'm she by part. So she dies. She was like, she wouldn't even be like, no, I'm not going to let you weigh my heart. 
Well, it was a great callback to the earlier scene from last yeah. episode where yeah. the old woman, older woman, uh, dies, and she in Brooklyn, and she goes to uh, to Anubis. Her heart is weighed against a feather. She was a good person, so she gets to choose which door she goes into. Right, right. and that's another thing that I loved about this episode is that it retroactively justified scenes like that. I hope we revisit other scenes like that story at the beginning of the episode. We talked about this last episode. The scene with Anubis was really evocative and interesting and heartfelt and uh, fascinating and visually stunning, um, but it didn't really connect to anything. And now we're connecting back and we're starting to fill in those holes, and I think that's really neat. Yeah, yeah it was I cool. Love more I, I thought it was cool. And I love that she uh, she doesn't let him take her, her heart and she, he's like, people have tried to bribe me with everything. Yeah. It doesn't work. And then yeah. she's like, well, fuck you. And then she vanishes. Right. Because the coin, right. the shadow. Where's the fucking coin, though? I it, think, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm going to say the coin has done its, its job. It's, yeah. It brought her back to life. Yeah, oh, it so it disappeared? Down, it sunk but down the, into the grade. What, do you need a, you need a dollar? What are you worried about? I mean, no, I'm worried just about the coin. Because he lost it. He had it on him. Yeah. So I thought it was something that you carried with you and brought you the luck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he, I guess it melted into her. Probably. But when she was like throwing up the embalming fluid, I kept waiting for the coin. And then when she's on the toilet, I was like, oh man, she's going to shit out the coin. <laughs> Never happened. Why are you so into this coin? Yeah, because it's an important coin. part of the story because the, le- the leprechaun dude is looking for it. So if it's so just is it, gone, like. So it's probably for the best that it's still inside of her. Right. We it's, don't know that. It's probably inside or a part of her or something like that. But at this point, we had uh, young Zora, Zoria, I guess, last episode, or I'm forgetting the continuity, last episode, uh, tell Shadow that he had lost that coin. So that coin, I think at this point, the gold coin is gone. Yeah, the, the sun coin. Whether it's part of Laura or gone entirely, I don't think anybody's Yeah, but what's the, the, the Irish dude going to do? Because he's looking for that fucking I think thing. he's probably going to tear her apart, honestly, or want to tear her apart. Good. Yeah. That'd be awesome. You're... Yeah, you hate uh, her. I'm yeah, not going to say Because she te- cheated. Uh, and yeah, I know. Jeez. Yeah, we get it. Man. It's, I mean, cheating's not the worst thing in the world. It's what's okay. worse than that? No, Name something are, worse than cheating. It's a very bad thing. There are a lot of bad things... There, there are nothing wor- worse I think than that. killing someone is worse than cheating on them. No, because there's such a thing as like innocence in a death or an honest death or an accidental death. I mean, that sucks, <laughs> but, <laughs> but cheating is malicious. Killing? Oh, so if you set up someone to die by accident, that's better than cheating on Not them? Not setting up. Like if someone gets hit by a truck, that sucks. That's awful. But it's not that person's fault. Let me fault ask you a question. Nobody to, you know let me I mean? ask you a question. I've been married for a bunch of years, right? right? What if I accidentally fell inside of another woman? That's doesn't you can't do that. I mean, I don't know how biology works. Again, I want to say I don't know how babies he doesn't are made, understand but sex. I, I have to imagine that you can just fall inside Nobody of a woman. Can. I don't know. I've been watching this show and there's that lady Bilquis who yeah. just makes people super tiny and puts yeah, them in a Does that count as cheating? That's all I know about sex. Yeah, it does. Does count as cheating. What if someone what if someone goes and sees a prostitute? Right. Does that count? That's like physically that's worse than death. Or? That's worse than murdering someone. I mean, unless you have something in your relationship where you're okay with that. Wow. What if, okay, what if you're... Anyways. In, no, no, I want to know. What if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with somebody, let's say a woman, right? And she is horrible to you and is constantly, every, every morning you wake up and she's put glass in your bed. Wow. And just wow. laughs at you. When that's, you roll over onto the glass up. every that's, morning, that's and, uh, there's a woman who says, 
I love you, Pete. I will never put glass in your bed. Make love to me. And you do. Is that wrong? Yeah. But what about all the, other woman, all the glass in the bed? Yeah, remember the know. Alex's weird idea? <laughs> <laughs> I was the way to, to be mean to someone is yeah. to put glass. a glass in your bed? Uh, anyways, so... <laughs> Alex the sociopath. I'm just saying, <laughs> sake of argument, maybe that's a thing that could happen. Uh, in hypothetical. Did you guys, first thing on top of my head, you put glass in the bed. <laughs> hey, did you guys think that Wednesday was the one saving Shadow's ass this whole time? No. So uh, I didn't know necessarily who it was, but yeah. it is great, again, that we go back through the episodes, we see that Laura has been following Shadow this whole time, showing up in different locations, including when he was attacked by uh, the Technical Boys men. Uh, She killed all of them, got him off of the tree when he was hanging on the tree, saved him there. He didn't see her. She was in the house uh, when he came back, right before that. And what was the third time? There was a third... Uh, it's just when she's there. At the oh, end. right. She's there in the hotel room. Which, um, uh, I thought that was great. It just recontextualizes so much about the series for you that she has been following him this whole time. Yeah, that was great information. Um, but uh, I really like the interaction between the best friend's wife and her. Audrey? Yeah. Well, uh, that's that scene where she fights the technical boys. Her arm is knocked off. And then we have these great fun scenes of her like walking home, holding her arm, yeah. like taking a shower. Uh, yeah. I felt like, by the way, the battle scene, I felt like that was straight up, oh, we got Emily Browning. Let's do a sucker punch type uh, yeah. reference because she hasn't, I don't think anything like that happens in the book at all. And that was straight up like slow-mo, blood exploding, Zack Snyder all the way. At one point, she kicks the dude in half, up yeah, his crotch From the crotch half. up. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was an awesome cool. scene. Um, there was, I, I almost hesitated to say this, but th- there was Mr. Wednesday in the episode. Did you catch on to it, Pete? No, what? I know. Wait, you what? Ca- you caught on to it, right? I think Wait, if, what? if what you're saying, I definitely know. Yeah. Yeah. The Ravens. The Ravens. Yeah. Uh, in the scene where... Oh, that's right. The Ravens. In the yeah, because ce- wait, he, he's the one who killed those, those two, right? What? You think what? the Ravens somehow made that car accident happen? Uh, I don't know. But we do see in the scene where uh, Dane Cook and Audrey yeah. uh, and yeah, uh, Shadow the and Laura, Ravens. the Ravens are... It's a like a weirdly framed shot, and the Ravens are on the power wire in the back. Right. Uh, and then we see the Ravens again um, later when, uh, right before the, after the car accident, they're hovering there. Yeah. I, I mean, they're kind of all over the place in this episode. They show up a bunch of times when they're watching. I look for them. I don't think they showed up in the car crash scene necessarily, but it's entirely possible they're there. I mean, I would not. No, they're definitely it, at the as the cars are driving down. Yeah, we see the Ravens. Yeah. Oh, we do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I would I would venture a guess that Mr. Wednesday probably orchestrated this whole thing. That makes a lot of sense to me. But I, again, I thought that was neat because that goes back and that explains how Mr. Wednesday knew everything about Laura, knew everything about Shadow and his relationship. So you're saying Mr. Wednesday can turn into a crow? That is definitely not what I'm saying. I will not say anything further. Yeah, I mean, uh, Alex, you can't say spoilers. Like, I can't say spoilers. But the idea of uh, two ravens is definitely in uh, the world. Yeah, but we will say nothing, never more. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Thanks. We're saying he's Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Yeah, but what what did you guys think of the... uh, 
Audrey. So, right. So Laura comes back. Uh, her arm gets knocked off. She goes over to Audrey's house because Audrey has lots of crafting stuff. Uh, and we get to see Audrey, who is Ronnie's, Robbie's. Ronnie's Dane, Dane, Dane Cook. Cook. Thank you. Dane Cook's wife again. And that was great. She is so good. And I'm so glad they did more with her in this show than they did with her in the book. She only gets to do crazy scenes <laughs> where she's just so wound up the whole time. Well, yeah, I, I thought it was really cool and realistic. And she was like, fuck you. And I was like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that almost every line of her dialogue had some barb in it mm-hmm. that she constantly mentioned. Yeah. Her sucking uh, Robbie's cock, or uh, that she subbed it up to his butt, and all, everything. It was it was funny. It was mean, but it showed how hurt and broken she was. Yeah. Her yeah. dealing with the idea of Laura's just back to life. Her lines about I don't know. I haven't seen him around. Is he also a zombie? Or yeah. it was great. Yeah. The Gonna whole make thing. a zombie baby with Shadow. Yeah. Uh, now let me ask you this, Pete. Do you think it's fine that Audrey wanted to have sex with Shadow on Laura's grave? Even though Laura was technically about to become back alive, uh, yeah, it's totally fine. That's fine. It's totally fine. Why? Mm. So having sex on a grave, totally normal, fine. That's totally fine. That's revenge. Cheating. Sex. That's that's revenge. That's sex. legit. I mean, because that that's was legit. Even she's even she was like, yeah, that sounds fair. That you wanted to have sex with Shadow. Sorry, just I have a quick question. How many wrongs make a right? Would you say approximately uh, two of depends, them or so? Depends on how big the wrong is. No, right, yeah, you got to yeah. really calculate that. Yeah, I look cool. forward to uh, pulling out your heart and weighing it. <laughs> Good, <laughs> you'll be impressed. I know it's going to be. So we should mention that around this time uh, we encounter Anubis, and I'm blanking on the name of the character. I'll look it up in a second. But uh, the character who's been telling these stories, these Somewhere in America stories, writing them down all along, uh, they, oh, Jacquel, Monsieur Jacquel. Yeah. So it's Anubis and Jacquel. They run a funeral home, mm-hmm. uh, and they say they've been doing it for hundreds of years. It's been in the family. Now, this is something I think we've been talking about a bit here on the podcast. This, again, reminded me of what we've lost a little bit on the TV show, mm-hmm. that in the book, they play it very evenly. You know inherently that Anubis and Jacquel are gods, but they play it as, oh, we are just regular people running this funeral home. Yeah. So they thread that needle very well. Well, here, also, one guy turns from a dog into a human, so it's right. pretty clear. But I'm saying in the book, they play it evenly, so oh, okay. you know it, but you may or may not know it. Here, they seem like just quirk. Yeah, it's not 100%. Uh, you're not 100% sure what exactly is happening. But yeah, I love that scene. I wish... Like, when I die, I want the Egyptian god of death to handle my funeral. Yeah, that's that great. dude gets it. If nothing else, he has the most awesome voice. Yeah. Uh, that was a great scene. And then we see uh, Laura get all stitched up. And they're like, dress normal. Don't be weird. And then Anubis is like, I'm coming for you. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, you must have liked that because yeah. you hate her. Well, listen, we've seen over the course of the episode, Laura, even though she's alive, she's not going to be around forever. She has a literal expiration date at this point. She's rotting from the inside out. Flies are gathering on her. She's putting on a literal pretty face and a happy face about it, but she's not long for this world. What do you think uh, first thing uh, Shadow Moon's going to say? I love you. What? What do you think? All right, first off, we got that whole explanation of why she calls him puppy, and that makes me even angrier. So the fact that, like, the first thing she says is, like, How, hi, puppy, even after she was told, yeah, we know why you loved him, you just treated him like a dog. Well, no, 
they were saying that he loves her way more than she loves him. Right. So that's why he's a puppy. Yeah. And that's true throughout the whole story that we just saw in this episode. Do you know what yeah, I think the first it. thing he'll say is? What? Woof, woof. <laughs> wow, that's... <laughs> Maybe he'll pee on her leg. <laughs> that just to communicate little... his feelings. Yeah, yeah, we've already had a dog turn into a man. Why not have a man turn into a dog? Mm, Anything can happen on the show. Well, it's yeah. American Gods! Uh, I'm looking forward. I, I really like the way this this uh, this series is telling the stories uh, of this book. Uh, it's... It's shot beautifully. I think it's great. It is shot beautifully. I can't wait for this us to get past this and she expires so we can move she on. She is going to be around. What? For a while. Are you yeah. serious? At least not. Three you think she's going to just fall to yeah. pieces? I was little... hoping. Well, no. I was hoping Leprechaun pulls the coin uh, out of her or wherever it is and then, and then mean, she d- your... disintegrates and then we're like, okay, let's keep going with this... Uh, what we have to do here with To Wednesday. your point, Shadow loves her. So how can you hate her so much? Well, hopefully he doesn't love her now. He does? You don't know that. I bet he does. All right. Well, we'll find I'm out. I'm not even basing that on the book. I'm just saying, like, he loves her. He was yeah. he waited yeah, all the time. you can love somebody right up until they cheat on you, and then it's over. Yeah, I know, but he knows, he knows, and he still loves her, I think. No, you don't know that. You, don't, you can't shut off love. Sure can. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is great. Uh, guys, uh, that's been part one of the episode. We have a therapist coming in for part two. <laughs> Just to talk us through. I mean, we all have normal issues to talk about, but let's start with Pete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Pete just we... said he could turn off feelings. <laughs> Any thoughts, therapist? Uh, well, uh, I would say that, you know, only a virulent misogynist would believe oh, you could turn off your feelings. You. Uh, we brought Sigmund Freud back to life. To <laughs> it's talk. me. Sometimes a raven is just a raven. Yeah. I love American Gods. <laughs> My favorite. Also, I love TV. Turning into a Muppet. <laughs> so, yeah, Alex is auditioning waka, for... Waka, waka. Alex is auditioning for SNL with some pretty fresh uh, impressions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, look for him. Hey, on guys, this. I'm going to do Sigmund Freud, Albert Einstein, <laughs> and then... Uh, Taft. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I, I do this bit where it's Taft in a taffy factory, and oh, they're like Taft, fun. taffy, yeah. taffy, Taft. Yeah. Don't get stuck in a bathtub, taffy, Taft. Nah. Little historical fact. <sighs> what do you guys think? You're, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it on SNL? Yep, you're going to go far. I'll tell you what. No one's doing your material, <laughs> and being original is. Is not easy. That's right. great. Why don't we move on with our next section? Which well, one last oh, thing. Uh, we should not. Well, we saw this fly. Up. The the fly appear several times throughout the episode. When I finished watching this today, there was a fly in my room. Whoa, oh, dude, shit. that's crazy. Because when I finished watching it, a fly flew by me in my office, and I was like, "How the hell did that get in here?" What the Man, fuck? When Are I was watching dead? it, I was in a sanitary place and not a garbage dump. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, did I just go. see a fly? I'm not even kidding. Did I just see a fly in here or am I losing my mind? I think you're losing your mind. I think you're losing your mind. Okay, great. Oh, you died a bunch of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's Maybe move on. I'm the fly. Let's Whoa. move on with our next section, which is Godmail, or as we like to call it, uh, Gmail. <laughs> you're so happy with yourself <laughs> every time you say that. 
So you guys have uh, written a couple of things to us, either on Twitter, at Comic Book Live, or you can send stuff to our email, comicbookclublive at gmail.com. If you've got questions about the show, also comments. Anything you think about either this episode or any past episodes, let us know, and we will read it on the show. Uh, here's a little criticism for you. So this is Davis on Twitter says... <laughs> Season one, episode three, Shadow didn't um, get to know Zoria in the book. You're confusing some scenes. That's directed specifically at me because yes. I I did misremember a scene. And I think, I, to be fair to myself, I think I said I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly. But uh, there is some stuff with Shadow having wet dreams in the book. But it doesn't have to do with Zoria having sex with him. So I'm sorry about that. Yes. Yeah, you really got everyone's hopes up. I did, I did. Because uh, we all know the highest form of sexual contact is a wet dream. <laughs> is it? In my yeah, you, this is good facts for you, Alex. Oh, thank you. Well, someday I do hope to find out about sex and how babies are made, and then eventually have somebody cheat on me so I can cut off all contact with them. Uh, <laughs> so speaking works. of it, so let's move on to our next sex question from Cheeto. Uh, is there any rape in the book? Not a fan of shows, movies, books with it, and would rather stop watching now if it'll show up. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a good question. I clearly, based on our previous comment, misremember the book entirely, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't believe so. I mean, I well, read the book like 10, 12 years ago, so it's hard to say. Uh, exa- I can't 100% guarantee that, but I, I don't think there is. What about uh, what's-her-face shoving people inside of her? I mean, that's kind of... No, that's consensual sex, and then she shoves them inside of her. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's a good point to bring up, though, because uh, like we talked about with the male nudity last episode, a lot of prestige dramas tend to throw in rape. Uh, willy-nilly and then not deal with it. I'm thinking specifically, sorry, Pete, of Game of Thrones, which doesn't have the best track record with that sort of thing. But a lot of prestige dramas also just throw it in to give particularly the female characters some sort of motive, some sort of characteristic beyond just being a woman. And it sucks. Uh, Neil Gaiman does not write like that. He doesn't write his characters like that. I don't think I've ever read anything, any of his works with any rape in it. Yeah, I don't think so. And Brian Fuller, I don't think he's necessarily said the same thing about American Gods, but particularly on Hannibal, which is a ridiculously violent, at the very beginning of the show, which, by the way, if you didn't watch it, it dealt with Hannibal Lecter, but it also had procedural elements where they would deal with different crimes every week um, or most weeks. He specifically said no sexual violence in the show ever, that there is more than enough physical violence and blood and guts and gore without pushing sexual violence as well. And he felt like that, if anything, was a line too far and didn't want to deal with it. So I would imagine, regardless of what they change from the book to the show that Brian Fuller is going to keep with that track, that I, I don't I think so. it'll be sexual violence. I doubt they're going to add a lot of sexual crimes to this story. Yeah, American Gods Sex Crimes Unit will, yeah. will deal with yeah, most that of that Yeah, that spinoff stuff. is going to be... Although no nudity in this episode, and there was plenty of opportunity for it. I was a little like, all right, here, here it's going to happen, and then it didn't, so I was surprised. No, I'll send you some dick pics. Yeah. There, there was, I no, will just mention, if you look don't. closely, there was one nipple. Alex is always what? creeping on I'm those nips. Uh, someday I hope to have sex, so I keep looking. Wow. Oh, for those of you at home, Alex is 13. 
and he's trying to get a descrambler so he can watch old Cinemax. I'm <laughs> precocious. Yeah. Let's move on to the next thing that we should talk about, God of the Episode. Who, Ooh. for you guys, was the God of the Episode? And this is, I think, a little tough because it was mostly humans in this episode. Yes. Justin, do you have an answer? Well, I mean, it is a tough one here. We did see uh, a lot of gods. Uh, I mean, you could stretch it and say that Laura, uh, she's been she's endowed with god. god powers. I mean, coming back to life, there's a whole religion god. built around that. Jesus, remember? <laughs> <laughs> he just, remember, he just came back to life and was like, you know, that dude's probably a god. Yeah, Sure. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Pete? Who's your god of the episode? Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, the Funeral Boys as my god of the episode. The Dual Gods? Yep. Anubis and Jaquel. Jaquel. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go for Anubis as well. Just as I said, his voice is awesome. Uh, and I think he's a really good actor as well. And I like the way he smiles. Yeah, nice. that's cute. I, you could also pick um, uh, Mr. Wednesday. Wednesday, you yeah. Could. I think I might pick uh, the Ravens of Mr. Wednesday. Ooh. Oh, that's so actually you're officially did you hear that's coming to the What's that's that? coming to Bravo next season, The Ravens yeah. of Mr. Wednesday. It's a reality show, though. Yeah, uh, exactly. So you're saying officially that the Ravens are attached to Wednesday. They're not attached, but... Uh, I don't know, maybe you should do I'd some say. Googling, Pete. Yeah, you should probably Google Ravens and see what you come up with and see if you can figure anything out. All right. Or maybe don't Google, because I'm curious to see how long this is going to go on oh, until you figure it out. Oh, yeah. This is not even a mean thing. I'm actually just very curious, as somebody who doesn't know the book, watching the show when... When you will figure out what is going on there? Okay, uh, not, not I won't me. It's it. not me. Well, and also it it just goes to how the show is telling the story, exactly like how they're parsing out information to reveal. Honestly, I don't remember too much from the book uh, because it was so long ago. But that's one of the things I definitely remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys, if you want to help support this podcast, and we hope you do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Uh, also, we do a regular live show in New York every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft, which is totally free, and we have live guests, and we'd love to see you there. Uh, we also do a couple of other regular podcasts that you can check out in, the, in our regular comic book club feed. What else do we want to plug, Pete? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about all the amazing guests we have coming up on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com, nerdist.com for our regular live podcast. And someday I hope to have sex. Worship us. Bring Alex sexual sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs>